So I'm going to continue reading from scripture. And it says here in verse 12, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation after they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Right? It's crazy. Like God is going to bless people who go through things in life that are so difficult, but then they still put their their faith in him and they they know that their foundation is in him and they know who they are is centered in Christ and they continue to live a life for Christ no matter what's thrown their way those people are going to be blessed and we have to remember as believers no matter what comes our way no matter what adversities whatever it may be we got to put God at the center of all we got to put him first because he's going to bless us okay and then when we look here verse 13 and remember when you are being tempted do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else. Okay, remember, that's from the devil. Verse 14, temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. Crazy. Temptation comes from our own desires, our own desires, which entice us and drag us away, drag us away from God, okay? These desires give birth to sinful actions. And that when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. Meaning, in other words, let's give an example here. Let's say you're struggling with, you know, lust. Okay. You're someone maybe who's married and you're lusting after another person who's not your spouse. Okay. That is a simple action. Okay. When you have desires for somebody else, it leads towards sinful actions, whether that's in the mind or physically. Okay. And lusting after somebody else, that's a sin and it's idolatry, right? Like that's cheating on somebody, that's cheating on your spouse, right? Whether you didn't do it physically, you're doing it mentally, dude, you're, you're cheating on your spouse. You got to understand that. And I'm not saying that people haven't fallen to that sin, but when you recognize it, you got to go to God and ask for forgiveness and ask for help so you can get away from that stuff if that's something that you're struggling with, okay? That's just an example of what they're talking about here in scripture. Verse 16, so don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a, sifting, a shifting shadow. That's a tongue twister. Let me read that again. Verse 17, whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. Okay? He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word, and we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. Crazy, dude. Out of everything that God created, when you read in Genesis how he created the world, he made us the prized possession. He loves us more than anything in this universe. Us, human beings, which is crazy. We are his prized possession. He wants nothing more than our souls to be with him forever in heaven to be walking on the streets of gold and go through the gates of heaven and being able to kick gold dust, right? Like, that's cool to think about. Like, I can't believe that God sees me, tiny little human, and sees my soul as something so important, right? That he actually died on the cross for me. That's, dude, I'm like, literally like right now, like, I'm just like baffled. <laughs> and like, this is not nothing that I, like, this isn't something that I didn't know before. Like, I don't know why for some reason, like right now, it's like really my soul. Crazy, bro. And I'm going to continue reading on until I get to verse 27. And this section from verse 19 to verse 27 is talking about listening and doing. Okay. It says in verse 19, 
Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to get angry. So when we go back to when I was getting jealous or angry of what people thought about me or wanting what other people had, I started remembering, I was like, my anger is not founded in Christ because it's of selfish desire um, of wanting people to like me, wanting to fit in, wanting what people other, other people have. And then in verse 20, it says, human anger does not produce the righteousness of God's desires. Right? Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. Okay? My anger in that moment was not, a, was not good. So I had to check myself and be like, dude, like, why are you getting angry because people chose to leave your life? Because you're speaking truth? Don't be angry at them, dude. Like, and I'm talking about myself here. Like, don't be angry. <laughs> like, just continue to love those people and care about those people and want the best for them, whether they choose to be in your life or not, whether they choose to unfollow you or not, because it's not about your following. It's about God's following. It's about Jesus following. And we got to remember that. And I'm going to continue reading in verse 21. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. Wow. So good. Humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. Continuing in verse 27, but don't just listen to the God, to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise you are fooling yourselves. You are only fooling yourselves. Read again, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. Oh my. Okay. That was deep. Uh, continuing in verse 25, but if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says, and don't forget what you heard, that God will bless you for doing it. I'm literally getting emotional right now, dude. What's wrong with me? But don't just listen to the, to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise you will only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself walking away and forget what you look like but if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard then god will bless you god will bless you for doing it oh i'm crying dude now you gotta chill verse 26 if you claim to be religious oh i love this i love this part if you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless think about that religion and your relationship with God is separate. You've got to separate those things, right? But if you are religious, you got to make sure that your relationship with God is founded in that and they're mixed together and they are biblically true, right? And they're God honoring. I'm going to read it again. If you claim to be religious, but you don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. Verse 27, pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Dude, I, I'm telling you, like, so good. It is so good. Like, this word was written thousands of years ago, and yet it still speaks so much truth even today. Because the Bible is timeless because it is always true. Because our God is ever living and everlasting and he's still here. He's still here. Jesus hasn't come yet. 
and nobody's going to know when he comes. There are going to be false prophets. There are going to be people who say that I'm Jesus, the Messiah. There are people that are going to be imposters that are going to say they're speaking the word of truth, but they're not living their life for Christ, right? I'm telling you, like, this is timeless because it is truth from then to today and evermore until Jesus comes, okay? I'm telling you. I am telling you. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. So good, dude. It's so good. Now I'm gonna go um and look for, you know, talking about the gift of discernment, right? In First Corinthians. Um I know that having the gift of discernment isn't for not everybody has this gift. So I'm gonna read about it in the NLT version here in my Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, okay? And I only have a minute, so I'm going to have to read this kind of quick, or I might just start another video. Hold on. <laughs> 